So you, you, know, you should guard your reputation very well. Welcome to your personal branding podcast with Bernard Kelvin Clive, your number one career and business podcast in Ghana, bringing you expert interviews and insights into personal branding, personal development, and publishing. Now, here's your host, Bernard Kelvin Clive. All right, welcome to another edition of your personal branding podcast and very interesting edition Today, as we look at reputation management online, the expert we need today is Chris Reed. Chris Reed is a software engineer and the SU experts and reputation management experts, founder of Ado Media Factory. Chris, welcome to the podcast show. Hey, Bernard. Thanks for having me, man. It's a pleasure. I treasure. Excellent. Tell us a little bit about your background, how you got into internet business. Oh, well, I'm a, I'm a software engineer myself. I... I originally worked for all the big banks like Visa Europe and Euroclear. And uh, as the global financial crisis struck, I lost my job like pretty much everyone else working in finance. And so I wanted to learn some new skills. So I was playing around with uh, internet programming. And I made a little web game just for a bit of fun to learn some new skills. And as the game was nearing completion, I thought, well, how am I going to get people to play it? And so I started learning about internet marketing and search engine optimization and then I've kind of worked out I had quite a knack for it and really quite enjoyed what I was doing and you know, slowly started transitioning towards being an SEO professional and you know, six years later we got quite, quite the growing empire. What what game was that? So what game were you trying to? Oh, <laughs> it's it's not even a game that ever ever truly got finished. It was just oh. a a little online gangster game. Just it was really just a bit of fun to learn some internet programming. Mm, so that led you to do some marketing. I think that's one one aspect of about products and service that most importantly is even having a good product is about the market and how do you position it out there globally. So I think you you, you did something great there. There was no finished product, not done. You were looking at ways to market it online. <laughs> yeah, for, yeah, for, for sure. I mean, you you got to try and be quick to market. Try and get get things out to users to see if it is actually something they want. Uh, like our our game, it was as I said, it never even was truly finished. But we we still had probably a thousand registered members and lots of people playing it, even with heaps of bugs in it. I don't know why they were playing it, but. <laughs> You know, it's good to kind of get it out there, get the feelers, see who's liking it and what they like about it, and you know how you can improve it better. Well, now, now let's let's get into the, the meat of the day. We're looking at reputation management, building online brands, and how to protect your brand and how to position it. First of, let's look at this. If you have a name, sharing a name with a celebrity, having the same name with a celebrity, how then do you position yourself? Are you using SEOs or whatever you need to do online so that when you name is searched for, you can resurface in the first few pages of Google and to have a good brand connected with yours. What do you do? If you have the same name as a celebrity, it's, it is going to be difficult because you know, Google's trying to provide the most, uh, the most correct results or what they think the person's searching for. And so, you know, if your name happened to be Brad Pitt, mm-hmm. chances are someone searching Brad Pitt is looking for the Hollywood celebrity. So, you know, Google is providing the right result. All, all, all you can really do is to try and establish your brand bigger than them. And, you know, I hope your name's not Brad Pitt because it's going to be pretty difficult. 
you know, one one thing to consider with that too is like, you know, every business and every business expense like marketing, it matters about the return on investment, the ROI. So how much you spend and how much you're going to get back. So, you know, if, if your name was Brad Pitt and you thought it's really critical to get get your name ranking above his, you know, it might cost you $10 million. And it's like, well, is that going to bring you in $10 million worth of business? Yeah. Like, it, it better bring in a lot more than that to cover it, you know? So maybe you should think of a different way to advertise, you know, what what might your customers be searching for? You know, perhaps perhaps go for your business name rather than your personal name or, you know, build your product names out or, you know, look at a, a better way to get a, you know, return on your investment there. So you, maybe you can then look at how to then connect with, with your professional, maybe uh, the, the musician or the, the, the wrestler or the car dealer or whatever. Yeah, I mean, well... Generally, someone if someone was searching for you, they should be able to find you. But that that back when I first started SEO, it's a much more mature industry now. So people really know a lot more about SEO. But a, a lot of businesses I talk to, they're like, "Well, if you Google our business name, we're number one." And you go, "Well, that's people that are searching for your business. You know, they they know they know you already." It's the people that don't know you that you need to capture. So it's like, if you're a plumber in New York, you know, you, you don't want someone that's Googling John's plumbing. You know, they already know how to find you. They're just looking for the number. It's someone that's looking for a new plumber that's searching, you know, plumbers New York. They're the, they're the, that, that's the sort of keyword that you have to rank for. Now, quickly, school us through the whole idea of SEOs. What is that? Why does, why does it matter in the internet age in the area of search and business? Well, I mean, SEO, search engine optimization, it's, it's a necessary evil in these, in these day and age. I mean, Google is trying to uh, select the best search results naturally. So it looks at all of the websites on the internet and it tries to work out what they are and bring you the right results. And so staying on the Plumber New York uh, line... It, it, it'll look at all the plumbers in New York and try and establish which one would be the best one for you to search. And that, uh, to present you with the best result. But that would be fine, but until one plumber starts doing SEO and it, once he is better at telling Google, you know, that he's the best plumber in, in New York, then up he goes in the ranking. And then suddenly everyone has to do it. Because otherwise you're going to get left behind, and you're just not going to appear in the search results. And you know that's that's your life, bro. It's the bread and butter of most businesses. Now, in, in looking at reputation management, a politician online having a a, a good PR and all system now begin mm-hmm. to 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 have media publicizing news, negative news about him, which is true, of course. How then? Yep. How then does he begin to reposition himself from that bad media for the blunders he did to position himself as a as a good person or that doesn't just want an error he did? How does he do that online with all the big big news uh, magazines online spreading his evil or blunder he did? How does he come out? How does he resurface through your process? Can you walk us through the process of reputation management online? Well, I mean, 
whether it's a blunder or what he did, that's subjective, yeah? I mean, a news article about an event, it's always subjective. A news, a news agency will have their own agenda. They try and... A good news agency tries to be independent, but it's, it's very hard to find a, a truly independent news agency. So who's, who's, who's to really say whether their opinion is right or wrong? I mean, we, we do work with a few politicians and, and high-profile high celebrities that have had slander against them, or whether you call it slander or media attention, what, whatever, and it can be very difficult. Like, uh, we're working with an investment banker at the moment in Australia, and the Australian uh, ABC, which is the government news agency, they wrote an article about him, and it's very... Uh, detrimental to his business and so we're working on trying to promote him more in the in the limelight of the good things that he does like you know he does a lot of work for charities and helps organizations and helps helps poor people to you know better deal with their money and and you know trying to alleviate poverty and we try and to shine a light on this sort of stuff and Hopefully Google picks up what we do and eventually outranks it over the top of the negative negative stuff. You know, the more authority a site has, so like the ABC, which is a huge authority in Australia, you know, Google trusts their opinion. So if they say something, they're going to rank. You know, you're going to have a really hard time outranking them. You have to build up as you know even more trust and even more authority than this than a news agency which takes a lot of time and a lot of investment. And when we first took this customer on, I explained to him you know, that it's going to take a long time and it's going to be very expensive because you know, the ABC is just such an authority that to, to build up more credibility than them takes you know, months and a lot of resources. So again, you have to, you have to weigh up the ROI. You know, how much is this a detriment to his brand and his reputation and you know he he estimated that yes it, it is worth it and so he's he's gone with the very hefty investment you know ho- hopefully if anyone listening has any bad publicity hopefully it's not by you know such an authority of a news agency and then it, then it's a lot easier to to beat so what what would an individual do if if yeah, you have bad publicity online, it's not by a news agency. It's maybe by your own personal deeds or certain things. How, do you, how can you begin to, on your own, begin to re, reposition yourself or your brand online? So a, a similar uh, a similar situation. A, a customer of ours got attacked by a competitor. Mm. A competitor started writing all these nasty reviews about them. Started posting in forums about how terrible they are and all these really terrible things and you know it's it's not good business to do that but you know they already did it and so the customer came to us to try and fix it and you know they're not hurt by any new uh, news agency it's just little forums and stuff so it's not that hard to fix the first thing we suggested is go to go to your friends and family go to your customers get you know ask them for reviews you know share share your google plus you know your google places address and get people to write reviews, real people, your friends, your family, your customers, tell them, what, t- tell them what they think about you. And then, then you know, just your Google Places reviews will be flooded with good, real reviews. And, you know, that, that'll speak volumes in itself. 
then you can go to a number of other review sites and do do similar things. You know, you can go as far as building other websites in the same name. Like, say 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 your say your site's called you know johnsplumbing.com. You could build another site called John johnsplumbingreview.com, and then people typing John's Plumbing Reviews will. Like most likely see your review site, and then you can have good information. You know, another one is if people have complaints about you. So, like John John's Plumbing Complaints, you could have a website called John's Complaints dot com, and so it'll it'll be the number one that comes up in Google, and then you can just have some nice information. Hey, we're John's Plumbing. If you've got a complaint, simply talk to us, and we'll you know do our best to help resolve it. You know, it's what you want to try and do with with people that have complaints is get a dialogue opening. You know, customer fi- customer feedback is great. Wow, great, great, great strategy. <laughs> mm. There's um uh, actually on that same note, uh, one of one of our uh, one of the companies that we work with who does a lot more bricks and mortar sort of business. What what he offers for his customers is he hands them a as they leave the shop, he hands them a little postcard that basically says, "Are you happy? You know, how did you like our service?" And it's got a little QR code that they can scan, and it's got a short URL so they can quickly go to this website. And it's just got, "Did you like our service? Yes or no?" If they click yes, and says, "Well, would you mind leaving a review?" and it shows Yelp and Google Plus and you know any any online review place. And if it says no. They, if they click on no, that they didn't like the service, then it asks them what they didn't like and then that gets sent straight to the company. Wow. So this way, rather than them posting a negative review online, that feedback's going straight back to the company and they can deal with it internally. Well, I think it's a, gr- a great tool that companies and big brands or small people can really implement uh, to really help their brand because in this way they are just collecting collecting all their data, maybe the good reviews and if the bad one comes directly to them, then they can then work with that. Exactly, and you can you can learn from it, see what the customer did wrong, and a lot of the time you can fix the problem and you know even get that customer back and make them happy. So, so what about if, if as an individual online, can you go go at them? Can you can you just send them an email that oh you wrote this about me? Can you pull it down, or is there a way you can also address that in some of these ways? I certainly wouldn't recommend doing that. I mean, like I've I know of companies like the one that I was talking about where they have competitors targeting them and being really malicious online even responding to it can uh, what's the word give it a justification like it can it can even encourage them to post more negative things it, I, I just really would recommend ignoring it don't bother going to it you know if uh, Facebook make Facebook pages negatively about the customer about the company you can report it to Facebook and they may remove it, but they may not as well. And you can, I'd recommend reporting it to Facebook and seeing what happens, but I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't bother trying to send the person a message because if they're, if they're getting benefit or joy out of trying to cause harm to you or your business, then speaking to them and you know, will, will only excite them more and encourage them to you know, do more of the childish rubbish Okay, so on average, if we are not dealing with a very popular person or with a very um, popular person, let me say in perspective, and we're looking at maybe the average person 
or a niche down maybe competitor person doing a business and the person want to resurface his brand online how how what is the duration how long will it take the person an average person to look good on on google to to let the positive things about your business stand out on online on that rate how many weeks or months or even years will that take not so for um, let me say a famous real famous person but on a, you there's an old saying that it takes a lifetime to build a reputation and seconds to destroy it <laughs> and that's that's very true so you, you know you should guard your reputation very well uh i mean it, it's how long is a piece of string so it's very hard to say such a thing but you know there's great ways you can help your reputation in that are very cheap like uh linkedin is a excellent resource i rec- recommend you know connecting with your customers there and you know asking them for reviews don't just do a blanket ask everyone send them a personal letter you know go hi bernard you know we worked on this project together would you mind saying a few words and people generally won't mind spending 2 minutes to write something nice about you and then you can then then it's there forever on your linkedin page and you can show that to other customers or lead perspectives and go you know look what all these great people are saying about our business you know you'll love us too okay so that there's, there's always a way to start it with maybe it could be something small but yeah. it could even take a lifetime <laughs> yeah for sure i mean like re- reputation like obviously big businesses like coca-cola you know they spend billions of dollars a year you know marketing and looking after their reputation generally most companies don't have that kind of budget worth you spending $5000 a year on building your reputation because that brings in $20000 worth of business then and do it all day long up at the 10 and see if it brings in $40000 worth of business that's it's you got to kind of do it and measure Try and measure, you know. Yeah, Chris. Now let's look. Let's look at some average figures here. You can just give us some average figures. Uh, someone wanting to have a good reputation online. Let's say what uh, Adol Factory. That's what you do for people or individuals and companies, corporations. Now let's look at what is the average investment one would need to put into. You can just give give us some range, an average per year or per month in in. in to invest in our online reputation can you give us some figures well i mean it, it depends if you're going to use a, a company or a service like ourselves it can get quite expensive i mean we you know we've got a professional team that you know will walk, walk you through every step of the way you know we can help guide you into doing it yourself or we can do all the work for you it depends on how much work you want to do you know like if you if you want to you know if a person wants to do it themselves they can do it themselves it's not that hard you know look at your facebook page post some nice stuff on there you know interact with your visitors look at linkedin you know see where your customers are if they're on google plus be on google plus you know try and interact with your your customers and learn what they're doing and how you can talk to them and how they you know how they can see your brand you know one of the one of the cheapest ways to establish a brand's could remarketing so remarketing you know both google and facebook have that it basically puts a, a pixel on your computer or so it measures once you go to a site say you come to our site then we'll set up remarketing because we've known you've come to our website and so then when you go to facebook you'll see our ads and most people have no idea what remarketing is but they'll see our ads and go 
oh wow, these guys are everywhere. They must be a giant company. They advertise on every site on the internet. So it's a really great way to you know, establish your brand cheaply. And generally with most of those advertisers, like on Facebook and, and Google, you're only paying per click. And you know, your remarketing, your audience might be a couple hundred people. So at most you're, you're getting a couple hundred clicks per month. And at a couple cents per click, you know, it's not going to break the bank. <laughs> that, that works cool. That works. That, that works cool. So, sorry that I'm a little vague on on the actual numbers because it's again, you know, how big's how what's your competition? What market are you in? Like, we, we've got we've got customers that are from mom and pop sort of plumbing shops to you know multinational corporations, and and you know, like one of our customers is a multinational corp that sells trucks. You know. The, each one of their trucks sells for about three hundred thousand dollars. So it's like, what do you, you know? How, how much are you going to invest in marketing when your product's three hundred thousand dollars? You know. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So the clients and investment and the return on investment all, all factors into the pricing of that. Exactly. I mean, you know, so if your product's hundreds of thousands of dollars, then it's probably a pretty competitive market too. So, you know, it's. It, it's worth spending a lot of lot of money, perhaps. Where you know, if you if your product costs a dollar, then you know you got to really watch your pennies where you're investing. Although you know, Coca Cola only costs a dollar, but they they spend a lot on marketing because you know you're going to spend a lot of dollars on that Coca Cola. After repositioning your brand or having your your brand being managed online for you, what happens to your offline reputation? Uh, well, your offline reputation can be just as important too, especially if you're a bricks and mortar business. You know, like we're we're an internet business. We service people all over the globe. You know, we've got customers from America to New Zealand, 24/7. But if you're a you know bricks and mortar business, so you service a s- small area, well, it's very important to maintain your offline reputation. So you know, you want to keep your storefront looking nice, your your brand looking nice. But you know, it, you should really be in touch with your customers. What are they doing? What do they think about you? You know, if you're a pizza shop, did they like the pizza? Have you tried a new flavor? Can you get? You know, because it's, it's it's so they, there's a saying there too. Like uh, a happy customer might might tell one friend, an angry customer will tell a hundred people. You know, if people have a bad experience, they can't wait to tell other people that they have a bad experience. So it's really important for you to get in there first and find out. If someone had a bad experience, why? What you can do to stop it happening again, and how can you turn them around to be a happy customer? Chris, now I wanted to, you to give us your your top five tips on reputation management online. What are the five things that, that you want to uh, let listeners have, especially uh, those who who have yet, yet to position their brands online? What are the five things to do? Then we look at the five not to do. Uh, the first thing that I would do would set be set up a Google Alert. So Google Alerts is a free tool by Google. You can type in any keyword and how often you want to be alerted to. So you should put in your brand name and your personal name and maybe even your product names. And so anytime Google sees anything new on the internet, so when it spiders off crawling the internet and it sees a new you know new article about Bernard, it'll let you know. And then you can go and see was it positive or negative? You know, if, if, if someone's negative, you've got to work out why straight away. 
you know, because you, as as I said, then you can deal with it, work out if your company did something wrong, how can you turn that person's you know frown upside down, make them smile. Uh, so yeah, monitoring your reputation is the first thing, making sure that you know angry customers know how to talk to you, and you know, building happy relationships like. I personally speak to all of our customers, so they know me. They know how to how to contact me. If they have an issue with anything any of our staff have done or they're not happy with our product in any way, they know they can talk to me directly. And then I'll fix it and everyone will be happy again. Because, you know, sometimes things aren't perfect. We try and make sure everything's perfect, but you, know, you can't be perfect all the time. But as long as people feel that there's a channel, that they can communicate that, you can... You can fix the problem and make it perfect again. So yeah, I, I, I'd say that they're my my main points is you know to manage your reputation is to monitor it and you know be in touch with your customers. It's you know it's difficult if you are a retailer and you know you have a a small product like you know like a drink a Coca Cola. It's hard to know all your customers if you're Coca Cola. But you should still try and have a feel for you know the market and what they're doing. All right, now before we run up, can you can you take, tell tell us some few things? Maybe about three real advantages or the need to to have a reputation management online team or company manage your online reputation. Can you give us some advantages? Why there's a need, especially in this age? Yeah, for sure. I mean, Adam Smith, 400 years ago during the Scottish Enlightenment. He wrote a book called The Wealth of Nations, and his, his whole premise was nations become wealthy through the division of labor. You, know, you, you have to become a specialist. You can't be a jack of all trades and a master of nothing. Right. And if you're, sitting there, if you're sitting there focusing on your reputation rather than making your product good, you know, so rather than being John the plumber or you know, Bill the baker, you know, yeah, so it's important not to be a jack of all trades. You, you should be a specialist and focus on what you do. Now, if if you want a pizza, you don't learn how to become a pizza chef. You go to the pizza shop and get a nice pizza. You know, you want to, if you want a web, website built, you don't learn how to build a website. You go to a web designer and get a website built. It's you know, if you if you want a new house, you you don't build it yourself. You hire a builder. Focus on your business and what you're good at, and you know, leave the rest to the professionals. That's my advice. Uh, I think I, I like that. You need to to really focus on the area of your strength, work on that. Then you can then outsource the other things for people to do. This. That's one of the things I really tell people that you need, you don't need to be a jack of all trades. You just need to find your area, niche it down, specialize, then work at work on it. The rest you can just outsource. Billion dollar advice: uh, watch your reputation and, and grow it. I mean, happy customers is what allow you to grow as a business. You know, keep doing a good job, keep everyone happy. Right. Chris, where can we get in touch with you and the things you have to offer, your services and your company? Yeah, you can check out ardormediafactory.com. That's A-R-D-O-R, mediafactory.com. Uh, send me an email, chris at ardormediafactory, K-R-I-S, ardormediafactory.com. And uh, I'll be happy to answer any questions you've got. Great one, Chris Reed. Thank you so much for your expert advice on reputation management and what it means you do to position and keep our brands online. Awesome, Bernard. Thank you very much for having me, and I hope that I, I help your listeners out. Okay, at this time, I want to recommend my upcoming book. I want you to pre-order a copy of the book, The New Ways for Reputation Management, 99 Ways to Build and Boost Your Brand Visibility. My name is Bernard Kelvin Clive, and I want you to 
head on to Amazon Kindle and pre-order my latest book on reputation management and brand management. And the title is The New Ways for Reputation Management. 99 Ways to Build and Boost Your Brand Visibility. So pre-order your copy today from Amazon Kindle. Search for Bernard Kelvin Clive. The title is The New Ways for Reputation Management.